welcome back to Books and Bourbon, part two of this month's episode. I again hope you enjoyed the interview with Miss Charmaine Wilkinson. It was a distinct, such a pleasure to have her on, and look forward to hopefully having her back on in the future to talk, discuss some of her future books or just to discuss recipes because I bet she has some amazing ones out there. Anyway, um, so for those of you that are really into the bourbon part of my show, this one you are going to really enjoy because I had the absolute lucky pleasure of being able to get to sample two unicorn bourbons this month. Um, holiday months, this literally comes out around November, December releases, and it is literally something that armed guards have to deliver to stores um, the coveted Pappy Van Winkle series of bourbons out there. Um, you know, many of you know that I work at a liquor store. So this, one of the reasons I was able to sample these is I got some awesome people that said, hey, buying these, pay the astronomical price of it, want to try it. And I was like, absolutely. So who, I mean, who's going to turn down some free poppies? Definitely not me. So I had um, the pleasure of tasting both the 10-year and which was the older Van Winkle and then the 12 year um, Van Winkle Special Reserve. So let me give you a little bit of history on uh, Papi Van Winkle. He is a real person. He started working in the bourbon industry in 1893 as a traveling whiskey salesman. And he actually had no real intentions of ever going into the whiskey business or starting a whiskey business of himself, but um, he just kind of fell into it. And along the way, he teamed up with a coworker to more, to merge, sorry, um, a peach that sold distillery that produced bourbon for Weller. Many of you know, have ever heard of uh, Weller bourbon It's great bourbon and became known as the Stitzel Weller distillery opening on Derby day in 1935 and they quickly became known for their weeded bourbon that had a softer, smoother taste than that of the typical rye bourbons that were being made at the time. Um, he was actually, Papi Van Winkle was very involved in the distillery up until his death in 1965 at the age of 80, 91, where his uh, son, Julian Jr., took over um, up until the sale of the distillery in 1972, and Julian Jr. actually resurrected a prohibition uh, label called Old Rip Van Winkle using whiskey stocks from the old distillery. And which is one of how one of some of those labels came about today. Um, so there is the Old Rip Van Winkle and the pa Pappy Van Winkle um, labels that are available out there. And it is now currently being produced um, by Buffalo Trace. They bought it back in the 90s and took it over. And ever since then, the coveted bourbons have um, come from them, which is a great distillery. It's one of the reasons Buffalo Trace is so well known. It's because of all their amazing bourbons that they do produce. Um, you know, there's a lot of history around Papua because it's not a highly mass produced bourbon. Um, they still, to this day, use the original recipe that uh, Papua Van Winkle used. And so nothing has changed that. Um, basically, it's how it was brewed then is how and basically down from the distilleries that you use, the open mash. So nothing has changed when it comes to producing 
uh, Pepe Van Winkle's uh, bourbon. And, you know, there's, a, like I said, there's a lot of history around it. Um, there's, <laughs> like I said, there's armed guards now that be deliberate. Um, in many places, it's, you know, restaurants get very few. I think we got six bottles this year at the store. And they can range anywhere from $500 to $2,500, depending on what year. Um, there's the 10-year, there's the 12-year, there's the 15, 20, and 23. There's also a rye version as well. Um, all of those are highly sought after for basically anybody that wants to have a collection of bourbon that are just collectors. Um, this is a bourbon that is highly coveted. And you know what? It lives up to its hype, I will say. Um, I Like I said, I sampled the 10-year Old Rip Van Winkle, which is a very nice, sweet vanilla nose to it with caramel and a little bit of pecan to it. Um, you can taste the mellow wheat to it that they use. It's also had a bit of a cherry flavor to it, which I found very interesting. And then the oak, obviously, the barrels that it's um, distilled in has has that taste to it and then it has a nice smoky wheat finish to it with a little bit of fruit and spice at the end it is 107 proof so it is a little bit on the spicier side but i found it to still be a very palatable bourbon it's smooth it has some it has a lot of depth of flavor and you know i can see you know would I pay that much for it? Probably not. But since I didn't have to pay for it, I was happy to taste it. And it was, it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal bourbon, 10 year, especially, which is the one that ranges between five to $600 a bottle in the stores. Whereas aftermarket, yeah, you don't even want to touch it for that price. Um, the other one was the 12 year medium proof, which comes in at 90.4. Um, this one has a very pleasant on the tongue and nose had, mango and cocoa and spice peach to it that I found very interesting towards the end. And there was flavors of honey and hoke and a little bit of tobacco, just something I'm learning. It actually is a very nice taste to bourbon um, as I learning more and more about bourbon. It has a very nice flavor to it. And it does have a little bit of a lingering heat to it, which I was kind of pleasantly surprised. Um, it's because it's not, it's sweet up front. And then as it you know, goes down, it's, you get that little heat at the back of your throat, which I really, really kind of enjoyed. And I would definitely recommend. I've had the others in the past. Uh, it's been a while, so I won't comment on them. But this year's bourbons, I definitely say they were well worth, you know, they're well worth the hype. Um, they have great flavors. You know, would I pay it? No, probably not. Would I want one in my collection? Absolutely. Um, maybe someday I'll be able to afford that. There is that possibility of Buffalo Trace doing their expansion. So hopefully that includes some Pappy Van Winkle in that. Or they can uh, hold a little bit more, at the very least the 10-year, get a, a more uh, affordable and desirable um, taste to it. But you know, for those of you that have ever had any of the Wellers out there, um, the Willow 12-year antique, um, they have actually very, the one, they are from the same mash bill um, that the pappies are making. So they've also, they've been known as the poor man's <laughs> pappies. Um, so there's a very similar taste to those out there. Um, so if you ever want to come across one of those wellers um, and you want, you know, don't ever want to pay the price of uh, pappies to find out what it tastes like, I recommend going with one of those, having one of those. Um, 
but these were definitely some delicious bourbons that I would highly recommend. Um, shots usually run around $75 to $100 in some places, a pour. Um, there are a couple places I've come across where I've actually been able to get it for $35 a pour. And, um, you know, the 10 year makes a great, you know, people say, well, why would you ever want to mix it? But, you know, I did have a cocktail with the 10 year before and it's, it makes a great old fashioned. Um, that would be the only one that I would ever make a cocktail with, uh, the 23 year have, like I said, I've had that probably one of the best bourbons that I've ever had the pleasure of sipping on and it's you know very well worth it um very well enjoyed that opportunity to try that 23 that one year um otherwise you know these 10 and 12 years if you come across them and it's rare you like I said it is a rare opportunity but there are some liquor stores out there that they don't always know what they have. So it's always worth, you know, if you're traveling around in a small town and see a liquor store, never hurts to check in. You never know what you might find. And you get that great opportunity of having probably one of the best bourbons out there. And, you know, if anybody has ever watched Justified, <laughs> um, you know, it's it's highly coveted on there. And so, yeah, it's one of those bourbons that is, it's, it's beautiful taste. It's well worth the struggle to try and find one. Um, they go off the shelves very quickly. We basically have sent, sold them to anybody that of our regulars that come in and spend a lot of money. So they get our first dibs. But I did get the pleasure of making somebody's week a couple of weeks ago where we pulled out one of the bottles, had one left available for him. And uh, he was very thankful for that. So, but yeah, like I said, these were um, two amazing bourbons the old Rip Van Winkle and Pappy Van Winkle uh, special reserve. Um, definitely highly recommend them if you ever come across them. Um, so yeah, that is conclusion of this month's bourbon choice. Um, next month, I believe I am actually going to do another coveted one. Um, that's a little easier to get hands on uh, the Blanton's. So we'll sit down um, with somebody that I know is a big fan of that. And uh, hopefully she's will be able to come on and we'll have a little chat of that. Um, hopefully I can get her a bottle, sit down to her for the holidays. Um, so that's going to be coming up on next month's uh, episode, uh, what we're looking for for bourbons. Books, I am still going through my to-be-read pile to figure out what's might be on the opportunity for next month's. Um, it's a possibility that I can get, if possible, if I can get a Ron Louise Penny, um, have a sit down and chat with her about her uh, series. Cause I've been spending the year, the last year reading all of her books um, in the Armand Gamache series, which actually just had a new episode or new show released of it. So we hopefully have the opportunity to chat with her. Um, so we'll see. But for this time being, I hope you all have a, for those that celebrate, a very Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa, and any other celebrations that you might be having. And just um, enjoy time with family, find some good books to read, curl up with that for the good bourbon. Um, 
and enjoy your season. And we will talk next year, I guess, which will be next January. And I look forward to that. I hope you all have a happy, happy season for however you celebrate or whatever you do this month. All right. Thank you, everybody.